right, let's go. We give you a very expensive take for a very cheap price here on the show. And it could be a, any take that we have currently in our brains. I want to go first here, y'all. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take the mic because um, I ain't like my last take for 99 cents. I botched that completely. You know, um, I had one of those days where I just botched things. And, you know, I, I kind of like misspoke on a, on, a, on, a, on a thing that really didn't make no sense at all. So I got to come back here and correct it. And this is where I should have went from the beginning. Speaking of, it's not 1999 anymore. Coaching in the NFL is changing. The old heads are currently being pushed out of the league for the new offensive minds and recent former players that turned coach. You know, hell, the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, got dumped for Gerard Mayo, you know, for crying out loud. Um, Let's stop and cheer on this take for a second to the fact that um, the first two hires of the cycle were African-Americans, right? Let's toast to that fact. Gerard Mayo and Antonio Pierce. You know, we talk about the Rooney Woo. Um, I call it the Booty Woo because um, it's full of you-know-what. But, um, you know, uh, listen, when change happens, you have to acknowledge change. We acknowledge the problem. Let's acknowledge the change within the problem as it's happening, you know. So salute to that. Um, You got Raheem Morris, who has four interviews. He might have had them already. Um, But he had, like, four interviews for two different excuse me he had second interviews for four different jobs so he's clearly on the verge of getting something and i don't think that's Rooney rule quotas right there i actually think it's legitimate because i think he's a legitimate coordinator in the league dave canales just got hired today for the panthers job head coaching job you know over other guys that could have been in that discussion you know bill belichick is still available but dave canales got that job for the work that he did with bacon mayfield you know and speaking of bill belichick right now it's looking like atl or bus and the ATL Falcons, you know, and Belichick lost a little steam down the way. You no, know? they interviewed with Mike Vrabel, other guys. You know, they want to interview Jim Harbaugh. And um, they are pushing Belichick out of the league. You know, uh, one of the greatest coaches of all time, to be exact, right? Let's not forget when the Broncos hired Sean Payton last year, that wasn't their first choice. It was D'Amico Rhines who got the job for the Texans. And look what the Texans did this year. Okay, Sean Payton was the last option and the fallback option. They had Jim Harbaugh and D'Amico Ryans over Sean Payton. I mean, you look around the league, we are being dominated by the LaFleurs, the McVeighs, the McDaniels, you know, the Kyle Shanahan's, you know, all those guys is dominating the league, the innovators, you know, defensively as well, the innovators defensively. You know, John Harbaugh, as I referenced earlier, was on his way out the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he adapted. That's the difference. He adapted to um, modern times. He got him some offensive innovators and defensive innovators in Todd Munkin and Mike McDonald's straight out of college to be able to have a system with Lamar Jackson to transform the way how offense is ran in the NFL. Mike Tomlin and Mike McCarthy are coaching on expiring contracts right now. Okay, and you know the Steelers on fire. Nobody. Okay, we're talking about three coaches in the last 50 years, okay? So for Mike Tomlin to be coaching on an expiring contract is very alarming. And he doesn't adapt. We know that. He's still coaching in 1999. Mike McCarthy, I mean, Dak Prescott was kind of like an MVP almost this year. And he's coaching on an expiring contract. Folks, we are not in 1999 anymore. Okay, look at Andy Reid. Look at Mahomes. He got Mahomes. He's still creative. One of the best play callers still in today's modern game. Okay, it's not 1999 anymore coaching is changing and that's my take 
for 99 cents. Mm. That's a great take. Uh, I'm glad you ended it with Andy Reid, who actually started his coaching career in 1999, ironically. Uh, but no, it was a great take. It's, it, 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 that's, how the, that's how it's supposed to go, right? You got to get the old heads out of there. You know what I mean? Because they 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 so used to one way of winning, it's hard for them to see this all of this space on this side. So they don't turn around to see that. They say, no, nah, but I won like this. I'm telling you, just keep pushing and pushing. But no, everybody else is doing this and they're winning. So clear, we're not going to take nothing away from Bill Belichick, one of the greatest of all times or the greatest of all times. But the NFL might have passed him by. I don't know what is he seventy something years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Nah, you and, and then you're not even playing relatable. You know what I mean? It's a generational gap. You know, you got a dude that's coming into camp. He's twenty two years old. You can't even relate to him, to connect with him, to get the best out of him. Not just what you know from the X's and O's. You still got to connect with these players. So clear, a Bill Belichick type character. No disrespect. Passed his time. Yeah, that's why the Panthers opted to go with Dave Canales. Would you rather a guy that resurrected Baker Mayfield's career and had him have a career year this year coaching Bryce Young, or would you rather, you know, um, Bill Belichick and what he did with Mac Jones and how he messed him up? I'd rather Dave Canales, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, my take for 99 cents, simple one, something that I think everyone can relate to. Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson will be in the All-NBA um, team list at the end of the season. These guys are playing lights out, out of control. Jalen Brunson averaging 32 a game the last six games over 50% from the field. The man is probably the best point guard in the Eastern Conference. Julius Randle is playing out of his mind as well. The guy who's been scoring 30 points left, right, up, and down. There's a guy who people write off consistently time in, time out. Um, a guy who teams keep saying his trade value is not that high. It's super low. They're saying he doesn't do enough on the court. Meanwhile, this man has been on two All-NBAs the last um, two out of three seasons, I believe. Yeah, Going into three. this season as well, he might be three out of four seasons. So it's going to be something interesting to see what happens, um, especially when the Knicks are in a precarious situation, right? You're winning a lot of games. There's a situation you're not known for. There's a situation where everyone's saying you're one and done or your, your window or your ceiling is the second round. You know, there's a team that okay. could potentially go to the Eastern Conference Finals when um, the situation presents itself. If they play a team like Miami again, are they losing? I don't see that. I don't see them losing to Miami again. Mm-hmm. Um, if they play against Milwaukee, they play against Boston, that'll be interesting. What happens there? Is it a seven-game series? Is it going to five? I don't know. But I know for sure that the Knicks are playing with a level of intensity that we only seen them do last season and this year is even at a higher level despite them trading away two players they call foundational and Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett. But the New York Knicks are here. Jalen Brunton and Julius Randle will be all NBA players at the end of this season. Well, I mean, look, I just want to respond to that real quickly here. I mean, look, playoffs, man. Just talk to me in the playoffs. I could give a flying rat about all NBA. You know, I don't care. You know, Julius Randle has accomplished that, you know, the last couple of years, twice within the last couple of years. I just want to know in the playoffs, could he be the number one or two for our team in these playoffs? That's all I care about. Number three or number two for me is um, when you talk about off the bench, getting a primary, you know, score off the bench. I think that's what the Knicks, that probably be the little move that the Knicks make, you know, at the deadline. And, um, you know, Bruce Brown is one of those guys that you could plug and play. He could defend. 
You know, he could shoot the rock. He could play point off the bench as well. You know, he helped the championship run of the Denver Nuggets last year. We saw him playing with stars, you know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That would be a move that I would I would like at the right price. Not no first-round pick that Masai Ujiri is having on his head. You know, first-round pick and a, a quality player. You know, uh, the most I go is a second-round pick. I understand first-round picks are not as valuable in the NBA compared to, you know, other sports but at the same time i just won't give a first round pick for that but if i can get him at the right price that would be a move that i make uh look it's fun watching the knicks right now and what we are doing especially since the og ananobi trade he compliments our roster way more than rj Barrett, who just wants to score he just wants the ball he's always looking for the ball and everybody's watching him go up down the hill like nah like og fits our roster and i think that's indicative of the success in the numbers since we made that trade for him and that's my take Hey, cuz are you you there? You good? Cuz are you there? I should be uh, you can go ahead with the take. Oh, you can yeah, respond and then go ahead. Yeah, I gotta get my take. My take for 99 cent is Kobe Bryant. We just witnessed the anniversary of Kobe Bryant 81 point explosion. And on his 81 point explosion, Joel and B dropped 70. I think Carl Anthony Towns dropped 60 two or three or something like this and what i want to tell everybody is scoring in the nba is different and no disrespect to joe willing or carl anthony towels or kevin durant or Giannis, well else scoring 60 or 70 points what kobe did on that 81 point night will never be duplicated the nba is different like you said it's not 1999 anymore clear when he did it in 2006 we never seen the likes of this. The NBA was more physical. Scoring was much harder. No disrespect to scoring in the NBA today. The Golden State Warriors of the 73 team will be only be ranked in the top 10 in offense right now. The Kevin Durant Golden State team offensively won't be ranked in the top 10. That's how easy it is to score now. No disrespect to Joel Embiid because it was phenomenal. But what Kobe Bryant did was next level different. And we got to put some respect on this man's name. Because I've been hearing a lot of chit chatter about Kobe Bryant, the way he's supposed to be ranked, etc. This was an explosive, athletic, super talented, ultra competitive championship winner. And we don't have him up there in the debate of the GOAT. He should always be in the debate of the GOAT. If you can debate LeBron James Jordan, you can break the debate Kobe LeBron. That's easy. I can win that debate anytime I want to. Trust me. If you say, Fred, take Kobe Bryant and you take him LeBron James, I can win that debate. Okay? So at the end of the day, he should be in the debate. But I want to be fair and clear. What he did on Championship Sunday, okay? Because that's what it was. It was Championship Sunday. He took over Sports Center. They didn't start off with uh, Peyton Manning beating Tom Brady because that's who it was in the championship game. They didn't start off Sports Center like that. They started off Sports Center with. We've never seen this before. Kobe Bryant just dropped 81 points in an NBA basketball game. In modern day basketball, it was phenomenal. It would never be duplicated. Probably not in my lifetime because the NBA is just so different. Okay? So to be fair and clear, put some respect on Kobe Bryant's name. And that's my take for 99 Cent. Yeah, I like it, man. I think it in lines with the recency bias of today's game you know obviously an individual can't outlive the sport so there's mm-hmm. going to be other individuals that's going to have 
great careers and be great players and they're going to be in the now and people are going to start saying that yo these guys should be ranked over these guys and right. i get that i think in today's modern game of you know scoring the basketball the nba is very similar and a lot of guys just want to score the basketball it's very offensive minded you right. know people don't really even play defense in the regular season at all and i think when you talk about you know those one to seven guys or maybe 10 guys i think it's less than 10 guys i think like five guys that really went over that 70 mark you know a lot of those guys were you know are now like compared to back then because it was much harder to do now you get a night where you have Carl Anthony Towns scoring 60 and Joel Embiid scoring 70 on the same night one loses the game one wins the game and it's like it's almost like automatic like that's supposed to happen like in this right. game you know Donovan Mitchell did it last year like it's supposed to we oh. think it's going to happen more and more because it's an offensive minded league and it's Absolutely. not the same physical league that it was back in the day when Kobe Bryant had 81 and Will Chamberlain had 100 okay we talk yeah. about a totally different NBA so um the expectation when you talk about scoring like that it's totally different it means less today it meant more yesterday absolutely all right zay any last words or we out of here hey listen i hope everyone enjoys this weekend's festivities we're talking about a lot of nba we're talking about the nfl conference championships um hope everyone enjoys the 7 p.m reveal who will be on the all-star team please yes. like and subscribe to the channel hope you like the take for 99 cents we are working Lil was posting putting out all of the work on tiktok all the work on youtube iHeartRadio, um, I Apple Music, Spotify. We are doing the best we can to put out the content as quickly as possible. Like, subscribe to the channel. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please like and subscribe for all the up to date content. We're you've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question. 